going on everybody it's your boy j omega the washed ambassador that's at j omega so on every social media network whoa it's the boy Sayer. that's Sayer so on all social media except for snap snap is Sayer underscore so and we're back for another bonus episode of the officially street podcast we haven't done this in a while but i feel Word. like it's only right being that i dropped the essence two three weeks ago and it's getting a lot of great feedback. I appreciate mm-hmm. everybody who downloaded it, who bought a hard copy, who's been supporting and sharing it. Um, you know, it's pretty much just, uh, you know, an EP that's reminiscent of, you know, what the essence of hip hop is and reminding everybody that it's definitely still important and we can't lose sight of it. So this episode, we're pretty much going to, uh, you know, just play some samples of what's on the tape. Mm-hmm. And let y'all hear it if you haven't, and in this way you could decide whether or not you want to go out there and cop it or not. But I'm go sure y'all, yeah, I'm sure y'all will enjoy it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man. I guess we could get right into it. I don't know if you have anything you wanted to say prior to us jumping into the music. Um, just as always, man. I always um enjoy working with Jay. This this EP wasn't as crazy as um. RSG three as far as like how we were like just bouncing ideas off of each other. Right, right. Jay right. was just like, "Yo, I want to do a rap EP." He's like, "I just want to rap, like, right? Like, I just want this shit to be hip hop." So once he gave me like once he instilled that in me, I was just like, "All right, man, we just gotta go with some hard beats." And pause. Oh, man, <laughs> I, you know when I said that, I even thought about it, but okay. Now nah, I was pause. gonna let it. I was gonna let it slide, but pause, pause again. We need to do better in life. Now we do. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I was just sending, I was sending beats off to Jay, pause if needed, and he just did the rest, man, really. You know, so I'm happy how the shit turned out. Yeah, man. So I'm just going to hop right into it. We could talk about, uh, you know, kind of what my mindset was mm-hmm. before um, before and after kind of finishing the tape. But um, yeah, so this joint is called What It Sound Like. This is the intro of the tape, um, produced by Saya, of course. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. I'm crazy in the range, all my thoughts lately been insane. Now I'm all I-80 doing 80 in the rain with no shame. Cause ever since I was a baby, I've been trained to show no fear and shed no tears when I'm in pain. My life is but a movie scene, cameras are steady rolling. There's no addition and your parts have been already chosen. Yeah, they hate that I'm the best and I've been steady rolling with the hottest chick with short hair since Kelly Rowling. You envious cats keep hanging on like Ellie Golden. Hating I'm blessed and making the best out of every. Every moment, notice grown men throw shade worse than the petty hoe does. That mean they hating and they sweet, that sound jelly, don't it? I'ma let that soak a bit Even though you'd have got it right away if you was focusing Need I remind all of you suckers who show this is Man, don't make Wayne Brady have to choke a bitch So that was the intro, a lot of people enjoyed it I kind of looked at it like you know, this is this is gonna set the tone for what the rest of the tape is gonna be about. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't even remember how you sent me that beat. I know it was, it was I, you just sent me like a bunch of beats, and a lot of them I took, and I thought to myself like, "Yo, I could really get on my hip hop shit on this." You yeah, know? I, I wanted to just give you beats where I know you're in your comfort zone, and also people who appreciate just good rap, good hip hop, they would appreciate it as well. So I think that was a perfect way to start the tape off. Nah, definitely. I agree. I agree. And I was listening. Like I said, I was listening to a lot of the beats you sent. And I'm like, yo, all right. 
you know because uh, like today everything is more trap bass mm-hmm. heavy and you know these beats sounded different yeah. and i said like yo i really want to get on some rapping shit like i'm tired of kind of like having to really come up with the crazy hook mm-hmm. like you know on this joint i kind of just let the hook that you put into the beat just mm-hmm. be the hook and then i threw you know i threw the motivational speaker in there just to kind of like tie it all together and, yeah. and and get my idea the idea that i wanted for the tape kind of put it all into perspective because i'm like you know what the idea behind this tape is, you know, I want to bring people back to a time where lyrics used to matter mm-hmm. and, you know, storytelling was important. Being about what you said you were mm-hmm. was important. And you couldn't just, you know, let a beat carry you through the record. Yeah. So, which happens a lot lately. It happens a lot today. So, I mean, that was the main substance of, of what I wanted to get into. So, I think what it sounded like was definitely a great way to set the tone. And, you know, lead us into the next joint, which is going to be kind of explaining that today things are a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What it sounds like is like, yo, you know, I'm trying to bring it back. I'm trying to reel everybody back into the essence. And then this next joint is like, hey, this is how the game go. This is what's going on today. Which is And fire. how I kind of want to change it. But um, yeah, so this next joint is how the game go. This one was produced by Lil B. Easy. So shout out to B. Easy. He was... Um, Actually, my first producer when I first started rapping, mm-hmm. and um, you know I still fucks with him today. So shout out to him. Definitely. I don't know where he's at or what he's doing, but he produced two joints on this. Actually, the next two. So check it out. It's how the game go. Catch me buying dirty through my city, but I'm clean. Got another classic up my sleeve. I've been grinding for a minute, getting money with my bros. Bands falling out my pocket while I'm shopping for some clothes. Even though I'm getting money, I'm just trying to stay afloat. But I'm on to tell I'm rich, cause being broke is status quo. And it's only getting harder, that's just how the game go. But I just gotta take it for the man is grind is all I know. Man is grind is all I know. I came from the Everywhere to show that you was better You would go at niggas throats And you would do it on your own Now the whole game changed We all in the same lane But we just come from different roads You let the OG hear my shit They say he hit it on the nose Let a hater hear my shit They say it's not they cup of joe But they gon' be the ones That look me up when they get home Showing up at all my shows But sneak dissing on the low But that's just how the game go 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 that's just how the game go. That's just how the game go. Give me the mic and I'ma spit it and I guarantee you'll feel it. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorites on the tape. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of JP's favorites mm-hmm. also. How the game go. Like I said, that one was just kind of talking about, you know, how the game is today and the difference between what it used to be and what it is today. So, yeah, man, that was definitely, that was one of the, most fun for me to record because I kind of just, you know, I kind of just let myself go and, and, you know, it wasn't, it didn't, I didn't have to put too much into it. You know what I mean? It was kind of easy for me. So it was well, fun doing that one. Well, the rapping shit is just easy to you. I, yeah, that's why I, I like I just this like, tape. You yeah. have to just talk your shit. Yeah. Right. I, that's, that's what I really, I take pride in just rapping. Like that's, mm-hmm. that shit is just so natural to me. So, you know, now this next joint was a little bit different. You know, this was one where I had to really sit with it for a little while and say, ah, this beat <laughs> is remember. this beat is different. Be Easy um, sent me this beat also. 
And, you know, Be Easy likes to throw a lot of different sounds in the background. You know, he's he's notorious for throwing pianos in. So, you know, I thought it was dope, but I also wanted to approach it like a song. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just rap on it, even though I did spit. Um, so this one, I you know, I really sat with the hook for a little bit. And it was different. I was singing on it. So I didn't know how people were going to react to it at first, but a lot of people actually enjoy it. So hopefully y'all do as well. This mm-hmm. one is called Tell Me What You See. Uh, let's get right into it and we'll come back and talk about, you know, where my mindset was when I did this uh, after it's over. Hold your head up to the sky. Close your eyes. Open your mind. And tell me what you see. Look up to the sky. Close your eyes, open your mind, and tell me what you see, it ain't complicated, I know you've been waiting, just try to be patient, and tell me what you see, it ain't complicated, I know you've been waiting, just try to be patient, and tell me what you see. My shades on, but my eyes closed like Ray Charles, I ain't blind, no, but I vibe though, and I ride slow while I wait on my time. Have the nations whole mind blown Cause I'm taking off and I'm taking toss To different states across all time zones Kill a stage of course and then I'm gone I gotta stay on my grind yo And understand that when I go On the road to riches and diamonds I can't settle for rhinestones But when I'm on vacation My location's off on my iPhone I don't want nobody knowing where I go When I decide to take time alone With my baby girl on that bitch We done came a long way from them streets Now we on Broadway, floor seats, running through the hallways and them suites, shopping in Balmain, Paris, living life so free, when I close my eyes and open my mind, this is what I see, you can be like me if you hold your head up to the sky, close your eyes, open your mind and tell me what you say. Don't think I, I just hear that out. little high note that you did in this shit too. Oh no, nah, I was I was layering I was layering <laughs> vocals like a motherfucker in that joint. I actually did the same thing um, later on. We'll hear it in uh, when love when love dies. I, I laugh when I hear that too. Not laughing at you, but I laugh. I'm like, I see what you're trying to do, my nigga. I see you. Nah, because you know what? I, I it used <laughs> to be that I kind of just harmonized and kept it like. You know, just kept it at that. But I'm like, yo, you know what? If you layer the vocals and you come with a different pitch and a different tone in each track, it sounds better. Mm-hmm. It undeniably sounds better. But with that one, it was more like, yo, all right, I want people to kind of like take a look at their lives, you know, different than how society is telling them to take a look at it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I got this dream that I'm chasing but I also have my everyday life, you know, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, instead of kind of looking at it the way society looks at it, where it's like you got to work a nine to five, you got to, you know, pay your bills and, you know, feed what you do. You do have to do all of those things. But at the same time, you have to you have to think of your dream as something that can be a reality. You know, gotcha. you have to kind of manifest it into real life. So. You know, like what uh, James and Bodie said when we had them on the show, Master Your Reality. This was kind of like a Master Your Reality type of joint. It was like, all right, man, close your eyes, open your mind, and really think about what your life can be. And, mm-hmm. you know, where do you see yourself for real? You know what I'm saying? Um, because, unfortunately, sometimes when you look around, like when you physically look around, 
motherfuckers is not doing that great, you know? Like, no, definitely. Niggas, niggas is all stressing, struggling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Trying to feed their family and take care of theirs, but the shit is hard. And at the same time, sometimes you got to take a step back and just say, yo, you know, where do I want to be? Fuck where I'm at. Where do I want to be? Where do I see myself? And, um, you know, how do I get there? So, yeah, I, I want to just say, um, this song is interesting to me because I remember when you were working on it and you just had the hook. Yeah. And I remember just sitting back kind of like, not laughing, but I was just like, let me see what this nigga Jay does, man. Because the the beat, I don't want to say it's out of your comfort zone, but like it's the type of beat that it's just like, uh, it almost, not like a turn up. It's but a like, pop, it sound, it's a yeah, pop yeah, it type like a of beat. Pop feel. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me see what Jay does to this. And then you let me hear the first verse. I was like, all right, let me see if he could keep that shit going in the second verse. And I couldn't. And I couldn't. That's the thing. <laughs> so if you listen to the first verse and the second verse, it actually sounds like two different songs. Kind like in of. the first verse, I had the little medley in the melody, you know, mm-hmm. my shades on, my eyes closed, yeah. like Ray Charles, I ain't blind. No. And then it was like, all right, I don't want the song to be this. It wasn't boring. But I didn't want it to be this monotone, you know, yeah, throughout the entire the verse. verse like that. It would have. And so there. the second verse, I was like, you know what? Let me rap. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it was. I was like, I'm gonna just rap, and yeah. um, I think it worked out pretty well. No, definitely, it did. I don't like it when songs sound like I don't like it when the first verse and the second verse and maybe even a third verse sound like two complete different songs. But I think it kind of worked with this one because both flows kind of. It would have been too much. Like you ever heard the songs where like. The whole thing sounds the same throughout. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like they don't even change pitch or like change flow or something. It's just like and 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 right, right. And 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 you know what I mean. It only really works when you have a remix and mad other people come and they kill okay. the beat in different ways. You yeah, know, definitely. But yeah, so for this next joint though, uh, there's a huge backstory to it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, trying to keep a long story short, I. This one is Sanctuary 2, by the way, that we're getting ready to hop into. I did Sanctuary 1, so to speak, on Ready, Set, Go 2, Going, Going, Gone. Which was dope. Now, what I did was I just took the beat from the song Sanctuary from Kingdom Hearts 2, and I just rapped over it. So the original artist, her name is Utada Hikaru. She don't play no games when it comes to that copyright <laughs> shit. Nah, she does that. not play no games. And I think all of her music is like that. So when I did that record and I put it on the tape, they didn't let me put that shit online anywhere. They didn't not let me all. put it on that Piff. They didn't let me put it on SoundCloud. They didn't let me put it on Hot New Hip Hop. They didn't let me put it on YouTube. So there was just no way I could digitally put it out. So mm-hmm. what I did was I actually released it as a song that's only on a hard copy disc. Which was a dope idea. It, it was, because it made it a little bit exclusive and rare, but people loved it. So this chick, Nikki Six, that uh, runs a blog, uh, Nikki6.com, mm-hmm. it's a hip-hop and pop culture blog. She heard it, and she was like, yo, this is amazing. I want to feature this on the site. And... You know, I told her, I was like, unfortunately, they're never going to let you put it up. It's going to have, you know, it's going to get taken down yeah, for copyright, copyright infringement. Shit. And she was like, yo, I just feel like, yo, if you could just remake it, you know what I'm saying? I'll definitely feature it on the site and I'll put it on my tape because she does like a, she does like a compilation tape with underground artists from her area and others. Mm-hmm. And she puts it out there. She was like, yo, if you could remake it, I'll, I'll put it out. And I was like, you know what? I really do want to remake it. But I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah, so I hit yeah. Sia up and I'm like, yo, 
what do you think you could do with this sample? You know what I'm saying? I think Nikki needed it like damn near right oh, away. No, she needed it, it in like, like two a, weeks. It was like a week yeah. we had. <laughs> she needed it in like two weeks. Saya did the beat in one. I did the song in another week. It was the fastest I ever did a joint because mm. I was like, yo, it would be a great opportunity to get this song on her mixtape and on the site. Yeah. So um, let's get into it. It actually worked out really well. I ended up writing a whole nother song um, than the first one. So um, let's get into it. This is Sanctuary Part 2. If you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, you'll definitely recognize it immediately. And you real if you are. So um, yeah, man. Sanctuary Part 2. my shit i ain't gonna nah, lie it, it, it really is said a lot few, of people i had a few people hit me up like yeah that actually might be my favorite beat on the whole tape let alone song well because a lot of people fuck with um with love dies i know we're gonna get into that soon but yeah I, i've got a lot of feedback off of that song a, as well. a lot of people love this joint and, and you know rightfully so because i feel like this one it kind of took everybody back to childhood a little bit mm -hmm. And, you know, on top of that, the beat is fire. Like, how did you feel making this beat? Well, first of all, I know that it's been sampled before and it's kind of been recent. French did it. XV did it. There's another dude. I always forget his name. But what I did was I went and listened to all three of them and I studied it. Right. I was just like, all right, I don't want my beat to sound anything like this. Right. So I was listening to them. I'm like, okay. And then here's another thing. There's like three versions of sanctuary out there there's, oh yeah there's yeah. like a slow one with like no drums then there's like another one then there's like the ending credits of saying i'm just like all right let me see what i could do so i actually ended up mixing up like two of them i That's forgot fire. which ones it was but i mixed up two of them and then i kind of had the beat already laid out and this was actually one of the songs that jay and i actually sat together um i came to jay's crib and i had the beat Jay was doing his co-producing thing. He was like, all right, how about we try this? Let's try this. Well, you know, we're piecing the beat together as we're going. And once the shit was done, like we're doing the drops. Jay's like, yo, put a drop here. Let's do this. Bring the hi-hats in here. Like the shit was so, it was, I love doing shit like that. Yeah. For you know this one, I mean? we definitely sat together and really 
um you know collaborated and, and and it was it was dope man it was magic i like i enjoyed this song more mm. than anyone um but just because it really was like real shit you know yeah. what i mean and i think that's where i'm like yo we need to bring it back to the essence of hip-hop i was very honest and open on this joint you know mm -hmm. talking about stealing money from my mother to go buy pokemon cards you know what i'm saying yeah. just be like being really transparent and you know taking people like deep into the childhood of the past of my life like i think you know people in hip-hop artists these days you know they just they just want to seem so cool and you know they, they're afraid to actually you know talk about what they really did in their life so you know i think this was just an opportunity for me to you know kind of like set an example and say listen man you know we don't all have to just be about the flash and the and the, and the glitter and all of that shit so you know with this next joint uh it kind of was it was a little similar mm -hmm. you know i, I kind of drew from from some um situations that I, don't, I wasn't necessarily a part of, but, you know, it was kind of like based on some true stories. This is When Love Dies. Uh, this was also produced by Saya, and a lot of people enjoyed this one as well, which I know you mentioned that you were a little bit nervous about how people were going to take it. Yeah, um, only because it it's not like it's a real, real upbeat song, but it has, you know, a little bit of a, a upbeat tempo to it. And Jay is, again, telling a story, you know what I mean? Uh, and I know listeners nowadays, not not everybody, but a lot of like the newer hip hop heads or whatever, they can't sit and listen. And you know that's I mean? the problem, man. That's that's the problem. Like real niggas, they like they're like, yo, the story was dope, like I really felt it, so on and so forth. I guess that's what that's what we do it for. But I was nervous because I was just like, yo, I wonder if people are really going to like fuck with it like that. But you know what? I was wrong. You know what I mean? Because when when the tape came out. I had like three people hit us up immediately talking about, yo, when Love Dies is my favorite song. I, I had was the same thing. Back. I was just like, oh, word? I had I'm the like, same okay. thing. All right. So let's get into it, man. Y'all let us know if you're feeling it. Um, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about, you know, where uh, the inspiration came for it um, and, you know, how I felt doing it. And y'all let us know if you're feeling it. This is When Love Dies, produced by Sayer. You know, it's a lot of people out there that say something like, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Uh, I just say, you should try it sometime. Because it normally go a little something like this. Uh, listen. Shorty was so fine and everybody agreed. Intelligent in the mind, even had a college degree. Researching, you will find that it's worthless over time. Now she twerking on the vine for everybody to see. Damn. It went viral in minutes. Was that attention worth it? Them six seconds of fame made her a different person. You should have known there was something wrong when you met in person. Ain't nobody perfect, but you can tell there was something lurking. But you fell in love with her eyes, looks, and a glamour too. Overlooking the lies and a stink attitude. It was good vibes and red wine until it redlined that love died and it shattered you. It's sad but true, but you gon' do what you have to do. You just gotta move on and get back to you. Cause when you feelin' like Shorty never cared for you, ain't nobody gon' be there but you. That's how we do. When love dies, nothing can remain the same. Nothing can remain the same. When love dies, the clouds start making it rain. The clouds start making it rain. When love dies, it feels like a shot to the heart. Gunshots in the dog. Uh, nigga, you slick, nigga. Nah, nigga, man, this slick. is another one. 
This is another one I had to harmonize a little bit. I fuck with it though. When I heard it, like I said, I laughed because I was just like, all right, Jay. I see what you're doing, my guy. I, I had to you. harmonize a little bit. Dope. You know what it is? I listened to it with just the the main tone was mm-hmm. like when love dies, the clouds start making it rain. And then I was like, nah, that's just it doesn't sound I'm not a good enough singer to let yeah. that just carry me through it. So I had to just come in with a couple of different and I'm not gonna demonstrate what they sound like <laughs> now because they do not sound good alone. The whole point is all together. All together it sounds dope. It, it sounds dope. Yeah. So yeah, man. So when you made that beat, what were you thinking? I mean, because we didn't collab on this one at nah. all. It was just kind of like you just sent me the this beat. This was another one that I just sent you. I've, I actually had it for a little bit. But what I wanted to talk about was the original sample was weird. So the piano was playing out of the left side. Okay. And the bass, you know, like that 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 bass guitar that you hear throughout your the verse. Right. The doom, 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 doom. That shit was playing out of the right side. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I want this, I want everything to go down the middle. Right. So what I ended up doing was copying um, the right side in um, Adobe Edition and putting it together. So now everything is flowing down the middle. Gotcha, gotcha, And gotcha. I did the same thing with the pianos to piece it together. I know I'm talking boring producer talk. I'm sorry, y'all, but- Nah, I definitely know, understand. It makes sense. Yeah, some producers might fuck with that. So I pieced it together and now I'm like, I don't want to just make a regular like- boom bap like you know some type of beat I was like I want to do something different right and you know the drums was just different you know what I mean I'm adding you know I would throw the piano in here just you know like every fourth bar and things like that and I won't lie I go through this a lot with Jay and I don't know why I always doubt Jay <laughs> I sent him the beat and I was like I don't think you're gonna fuck with it but let me know what you think and he hit me back immediately like Yo, my nigga, I fuck with this. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't know why. I did the same thing with She's a Killer. Like, I sent it to Jay. I'm like, yo, I'm not sure if you're going to fuck with it. But if you do, let me know. And immediately, Jay's like, nigga, I fuck with this. Now, here's the thing. I've also, my ear has started to change in mm. terms of what I like and I don't like uh, with when it comes to music. So, so now, when he sent me this beat, I'm not going to lie. I said to myself, it's going to be a challenge to actually make a good song out of this. Mm-hmm. Because nothing really changes with the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like a loop. Mm-hmm. But I said to myself, nah, man, as long as I put a dope hook in here and I actually make the lyrics mean something, yeah, yeah. it'll be dope. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think that's, you know, getting back to what I was talking about with the essence and how you couldn't let a beat carry you through. Mm-hmm. You know, like no disrespect, but the beat is kind of... Simple in a way. It was you know? it was really just like a build up beat. Right. It never really got to like a boom, here's like a heavy drum. Nothing and all crazy that. Like, really yeah. nothing crazy really happens. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, you know, as long as I take the lyrics and I make them mean something in, in terms of like storytelling or, you know, as long as I'm spitting some bars, yeah. you know, people are gonna love it. And this one, I said, you know, it's not something I just want to spit bars on. I want to tell a story. And I automatically heard the melody in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, what should I say? Like, what direction should I go? And I just said, you know what? I got to have like some sort of, you know, love songs or, mm-hmm. or you know, some some kind of singing, harmonizing love songs on it if I want this to be complete. And this ended up actually being like a pseudo love track. So yeah, yeah I'm man, glad you was, didn't go with just like, this is love. Like you, nah. the story was just like, is like a little bit of heartbreak. You know what I mean? But it was perfect because it actually went with went with the title of the song and like the original sample. Right. So I thought it was perfect. 
and by this point in the tape, I said to myself, you know what? You know, as I was even as I was even doing a track listing, I said, nah, man, I did uh Tell Me What You See, Sanctuary, When Love Dies. Let me get back to spit. Let me just mm-hmm. get back to going off. You know what I mean? Three joints of kind of like, you know, telling a story, harmonizing, singing and all that. Let me go back to just rapping. So this joint is Let Me Tell You Something. And um, I'm pretty much just spitting. Sayer sent me the track. I automatically said to myself, <laughs> now nah, I'm rapping on this shit. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into it. Let Me Tell You Something, produced by Sayer. Yeah, man. Fire. Just rapping. You know what I'm saying? Just Just spitting bars. That's it. That's all I was doing. Oh, yo, by the way, Hmm. I want to kind of disclose this. This is a secret. I mentioned this on um, on WESS with Cherry Poppins. Shout out to Cherry Poppins over there at uh, ESU Radio 90.3. The Unwashed Goddess. Listen, I, I mentioned this on her show. A lot of these lyrics that you hear me spitting are type old. Um, I don't know if, if many of you guys know, you should if you listen to the show, but uh, you know, my job is a little wild. I don't I don't really have much time in between working and going to the gym to do much else, especially not sit in the studio and write to a beat, you know. So mm-hmm. right now what I've been doing is kind of just writing while I'm at work, while I'm out and about. If I'm in the gym and I hear a song that's that's dope and it might like kind of spark something and, and inspire me to you know, write something on my own. I might throw a beat on while I'm in the gym. But yeah, man, I really don't have time other than that to just write. So a lot of this music was actually made like in the gym, at work, (laughs) you know, on an airplane, you know, anything like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so a lot of it's old and it was just pieced together. I'm really good at piecing things together and actually making it sound like it was all meant for the same song or the same beat, you know? Um, and this was one of those joints where it was just like, I just had lyrics kind of sitting in a stash and I said, how do I put them together and, you know, you know, and really make it a song. So that's what I did with that one. That was just pure lyrics. I do the same shit. Like you just have, you go on your notes in your phone and sometimes you're just walking around, you're thinking the lines, like I got to write that down. Right, and right. And then you just go piece the shit together. I do that shit all the time as and well. And I think everybody does. I think mm. everybody does when it comes down to it. It was just kind of amazing to me that 80% of this entire tape was 
lyrics that I had just written that mm. weren't like full verses. I think I might have had like three or four maybe like full verses that were just written from bar one to bar 16, mm -hmm. you know, all at one time. O otherwise, everything else was just four or five bars here and there. And then I would write like some filler bars to make it all tie in. And then I would just keep it moving. Now, this next joint, though, um, the whole joint was written at one time, like for one purpose. Mm -hmm. But it took me quite some time to actually continue to add on to it. So... This one and actually the last joint, like I put it all, I put it all together from, from different notes, but I knew that it was all going to be for these, two. just for these two songs, gotcha. because it was at this point where I needed the outro and I needed, I knew I wanted to do something acapella. Like I just knew regardless of what it was, I knew I wanted to do something acapella because I also think that, you know, to, to, to kind of, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Challenge myself. I had to just not have a beat. And I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. Nah, just doing acapella. So I was like, I got to just have, you know, one acapella joint to kind of just really show people that I could rap. So this one is called The First 48. You can guess why I said that. Number one, because I killed it. Number two, <laughs> because it's 48 bars. So um, enjoy it. I'm going to just throw it on from like the middle of the joint. It's only like two yeah, minutes long. So it was going the fuck off. Yeah, man. So check it out. Nobody listens to the truth anymore. There used to be more to rap, but nobody speaks to the youth anymore. So what's that say about our next generation? Well, I'm not a psychic, but I'm guessing extinction. And I'm not trying to fight it, but this new shit is tasteless. And it's not that I don't like it, but the music is basic, but shit. The fans like it, so you choose to embrace it. But talent is a gift. You either use it or waste it. Those are the two options. You can't lose or erase it. So it behooves you to be greatness. And that fact right there is like a skimpy blunt. You should just face it. And that's what's harder to swallow If you ain't part of the solution, you're part of the problem You're just a part of the pollution that's causing the sorrow I'm trying to start a revolution that's harder to follow So walk with me through the journey of more success, Khaled And we could talk about this over a chef's salad Or maybe some egg whites, water, and chicken sausage While I'm showing y'all the key to success This shit's retarded, I'm just getting started Even though my name is the end That's for those of y'all questioning what my name represents Sometimes you gotta make the moves that don't make any sense Like how I shoot away from my targets Cause my aim is to win Now let's let the hate and begin for those of y'all who ain't understand that last line i pray you play it again because it's over your head the first time second time it connects and once you get my rhymes you'll recognize them the best i'm headed to the fortune and fame and you can bet on it when you say my name put some respect on it mm. i told you on my last mixtape that i was the best with this yeah man so on that joint um <laughs> you know if, if i would have played it from the beginning y'all would have kind of understood mm -hmm. uh it was similar to the intro it was more like, yo, you know, the, the intro in terms of what it sound like and how the game go. It was like mm -hmm. a mixture of those two joints, but just acapella. It was like, yo, we should bring it back to the essence, but this is why we can't because music is just different today. But this is the direction I'm trying to go. You know, follow me. Follow mm -hmm. me back to the essence. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that joint, there was no beat. One of the only joints that Saya didn't produce, technically. <laughs> he was kind of featured on it, uh, in, in a kind way. Of. But yeah, man, so I was just rapping on that shit, you know. I was slightly thrown under the bus, too, but it's all good. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> hey, I, I have, we had, we had fun doing art. that skit, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Disclaimer, uh, 
he didn't owe me any beats, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounded good. It, it sounded good. So that this next joint now, this is the outro. This is the one that's actually called the essence. And, you know, I just literally went off. Like that was, that was all I could think to do. You know, like how many I, bars was it? Uh, 60, it was 60, it was 60 something. Whew. It wasn't, it wasn't too crazy. It was maybe like 64 bars. Was it too crazy, nigga? Nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. I mean like 64 bars. Cause I could have, I could have just went off and did a hundred or something like that. But I was like, nah, <laughs> to be honest with you, this was another joint where even though I knew I was going to put all of these throwaway bars into this joint, mm -hmm. it was still just a bunch of throwaway bars. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know. But I know I want to put these on the outro, you know, mm -hmm. so I kind of set them aside, like all of the hottest bars that I had. And, um, you know, I had more, but I said, nah, I was kind of timing myself. I was like, you know, I'm right at the three minute mark. Uh, you know, if you if you realize the theme of this EP is it's, it's pretty short. It's eight joints. Uh, it's less than a half hour long and no song is longer than like, you know, three and a half minutes i don't yeah. think and that's because the way music is digested today nobody has time nobody has the attention span to listen to something for longer than especially when it comes to music for longer than three four minutes i'm really surprised that you guys listen to our podcast every week uh you know i'm very thankful <laughs> yeah, well, and i listen to yeah. i listen to podcasts also um kind of faithfully um but it's just tough to find that time. So mm -hmm. I kept everything short. And when I got around, you know, three and three or so minutes, I was like, nah, I'm, I can't just, I don't want to bore people. Like, yeah. I, like we get it. You're spitting, but goddamn, you know, mm -hmm. give us something new. So oh, uh, you want to talk about after kind of like the backstory to it or nah? Uh, yeah, let's do it after. Okay. Better. Let's do it after. Uh, this is the essence. Produced by Sider. <laughs> now let's get back to the shit that's real. You missed out on being the gangster. That ship is sailed. So stop glorifying the fact that you went to jail. Cause it's only a cover up for the fact that you really frail. And you trying to prove that you not pussy. You'll be dead before the show even starts like snot boogie. I'm spitting it through the wire. I'm murder for hire. It's my desire to spit flames as you burn in the fire. I leave you slow roasting. Niggas be thinking I'm so joking. Till I drop an elbow in the leg like Hulk Hogan Now Woo! your throat swollen yeah. You grabbing the ropes choking Trying to jump feet first out the beef That you know's dove and sink and swim I throw you in that cold ocean You'll probably just drown and probably get found Floating in Hoboken Cause I ain't got no damn patience But I feel like you won't understand me Till I bring that four in and start translating I had your ass looking asthmatic The way that the static be having Your cardiac acting sporadic So go ahead and act like a faggot And get Smoke like a faggot that's getting choked by a bloke with a British accent. Oh. Listen, I've been insane since my early ages for surely dangerous. Lyrically spraylly your brains with a pearly gates is oh. goodness gracious. I'm so hood is tasteless. Yeah. I ain't got it, I'm coming to your hood to take it with pure force. Lyrically dishing that pure raw. Yeah. And I'm off the hook like a fish that was just caught by a fisherman off the port that be fishing for pure sport. Oh. Oh. I'm doing this shit for pure sport. Yeah. I knew niggas that bust shots, bagged and slung rock. Uh -huh. A day they had that weight on the corner like bus stops. Yeah, that Riding way. in that caravan with the hammer like a handyman. Uh -huh. Out the window throwing up bees like they was Candyman. Uh -huh. Used to run around with drug dealers, uh -huh. G's and shit. Type of niggas that'll just run up on you and steal your kicks. Yeah. Hopping out the whip uh -huh. in small teams with ARs. Jordan thieves probably took more threes than JR. Hey y'all, hey, I'm Woo. a hard worker and I'm the boss. Married to the Game and I don't never play Can I just say something? I was wild 
happy pause. I was smiling cheek to cheek with that snot buggy line. Oh, nah. Niggas ain't get that line. <laughs> niggas ain't get it. And Nobody then, got it. And then you kept it going with spitting through the wire. Yeah. Nigga, like, I sat in the car. I was just like, this nigga here. Yeah, nobody got Me that line. Me being the Wire fan that I am, I was just like, okay, Jay. And, All and, right. And, I, and I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I wrote that, uh, like, I, cause like I said, a lot of these lyrics are pretty damn old. Mm. I wrote that lyric probably like, I don't know, maybe like eight months ago mm. because I was watching The Wire and- I was like, yo, that'd be a that'd be a dope line. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at first it was just um you trying to prove that you're not pussy, you'll be dead before the show even starts like snot boogie. That was just the line. Yeah, and and then, then I was like, all right, how do I Because people are not gonna really understand it. So I'm like, how do I tie in that that was a wire reference? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um but yeah, man, that's the thing that we're losing. We're losing the 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 metaphors and the and and the, the punchlines, you know what I'm saying? People like don't people are people listen, don't man. want to listen. More than once, you mm. know, that's the other thing, you know, like there was something on, a, on, on First 48 when I was like, um, sometimes you got to make the moves that don't make any sense, like how I shoot away from my targets because my aim is to mm. win. People don't understand it, but you know, the more you listen to it and the more mm. you try to dissect it, you might figure it out. And that's why I was like, for those of y'all who ain't understand that last line, mm-hmm. I pray you play it again mm-hmm. because it's like, I want you to, I want you to get that. I'm not just saying something to say it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and I'm not going to explain that line either. I want y'all to get it. You so, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, man, how was it making this beat? Um, first of all, as soon as I was making the beat, I was just like, I hit Jay up. I wasn't even done with the beat. I was like, Jay, I got your outro. <laughs> Nick was like, oh, word. And so I was like, I'll, I'll send you a little snippet. I'm not done with it. And Jay heard it. He's like, okay, send it through once it's all done. Yeah. So that's why like the story Jay tells before he gets into the first 48 is kind of true. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, as far as the beat, I ha- I do this thing where a lot of my favorite producers, I go back this, um, and I listen to some of the samples that they use just so I could go into their mind and see what what were they thinking when they put this beat together. Right. Now, confession time, this is still this this is the same sample as Kanye's famous. Wow. But, but I listened to it and I'm like, oh, that's the part for famous. And then I'm listening to the rest. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Why aren't they using all of this? Right, right. You know what I mean? So I wanted to make sure that I didn't use the piece that Kanye took. And I would have never known. That's why I said confession time, but like once I heard the rest of it, I was just like, nah, like, I I, I have to. We, we This has to be done. I don't want to make it sound like Kanye's. I don't, like, I want it to people, like, when they hear it, they just, it's brand new to them. It That's was brand I, like, new to me. I'll tell you that I, right I'm now. I'm telling you that now, and I told Sibo that, like, when I told him, he's just like, oh, shit. He was like- I would have had no idea. Yeah, he was like, now I kind of hear it, but I was like, yeah, but I took a completely different- part of it i went with a different feel changed the tempo up completely i wanted to do it every i wanted to do it completely different it's like one bell that you mentioned it it's like mm-hmm. one bell that you can hear in famous and this mm-hmm. but it, other than that it's it's I, a different like I said, beat i took it's I a whole took, different beat i took a whole different part of the sample right especially the part where I, it was supposed to be hooked that was another thing when jay was just like yo i just rap i was like my nigga i gave you a hook Right nah, there. nah, and definitely. Jay was, like, Jay was like, nah, nigga, I'm just rapping. He so, definitely he definitely did provide a hook, but I said to myself, nah, I just want to spit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's all I wanted to do. And, so and I made sure, fuck off. and I tried to make sure that when the beat dropped, mm-hmm. 
I tried to spit some ill shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, yeah, that was that yeah, was JR line. That was, was very too. fun for me. That was very fun for me. Yeah. I had a bunch of bars on this man. I had no, a bunch of did. bars. You know, you did. And I and I think a lot of them may have gone over your head. But you know the snot boogie line, the aim is to win line. That's you know, the, the, the JR line. Yeah, you That's know, when you go back it, and you man. listen to this over and over and over, you'll catch some different things. The you, oxymoron line. You have to salute the people that were hitting us up with your lines. Facts. I was, I, I won't pause again, smiling cheek to cheek when I saw people like, Yo, this line is tough. I'm like, right. they got it. Because they understood. They yeah. got it. And that's the biggest thing. Like, when you don't understand the lyrics, that hurts artists, yeah. man. That fucking hurts us. Because we're like, yo, you know how much time we mm-hmm. spent putting that shit together? It's not easy to just think of a line. Nah, like a it's lot not. Of, a lot of niggas nowadays, they're just rapping words wrong. Yeah. When you're telling a story, and you got to make this shit sound good beginning to end, when you're giving niggas lines, metaphors, and all that, it's not like you sit there and it's like, well, this sounds cool. Right. You, you don't really just spit a punchline like it, it, that's what sets great like that's what sets great lyricists aside. You know, it's not just about spitting a punchline. It's about mm-hmm. spitting a punchline, but also making it make sense mm-hmm. and go along with the story that you're telling within the music. So it's like that's I think that's what I take pride in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Definitely. And it was fun. It was really fun doing this project. Um, definitely more to come. This was, you know, believe it or not, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to really sound too cocky, but this is an appetizer. This is just, you know, this is just preparing y'all for uh, my next full length project that I'm going to do. And I don't know the name. I don't have many records for it. But um, oh, and I can't we and got I got a few and I, I got a few definitely, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't have many and I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it's going to be like the essence. It's probably not. I think the essence was more like, let me just show y'all mm-hmm. from jump that I could spit before I even you have to step into any other realm because mm-hmm. this is my 10th project. So I feel like any of y'all that have been following me for a long time, y'all know that I could rap. Mm-hmm. Because I've been rapping since 2006, 2005, like just rapping when mm-hmm. rapping was cool. And <laughs> now today it's a little bit different. So you got to do your, you know, do what you got to do records, your non Tom about records. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think too many people kind of knew that I could actually put bars together. Yep. So I said, you know, let me put the essence out to show y'all real quick that I got bars and I could rap. But the next project is going to be a mix in between the essence and Ready Set Go Three. Um, you know, I still am going to say that Ready Set Go Three was my favorite full length project to definitely, date. Definitely was for me. But too. my next joint is going to be pretty immaculate. Listen, we got a few joints, and I got a few beats over to Jay. Oh, I have the beats, and I'm sitting on them right now <laughs> because similar to Tell Me What You See and When Love Dies. Let's put it this way. Um, I'm going to, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler. The next joint is pretty much going to be a tape full of sanctuaries, tell me what you sees, and uh, when love dies. So every song is going to have a story and a purpose Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, a a, a huge background. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, man. Uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. When I have no idea, like I said, I don't really have time. It took me almost two years to put this out. You know, Ready Set Go Three came out two years ago, so don't be looking for it anytime soon. For now, <laughs> for now, enjoy the essence. You know what I'm saying? Listen to this shit over and over. Promote it. Put it out there. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Definitely. Amazon Music, Google Play, um, SoundCloud, but not for download. 
and um, any other any other um, distributing or streaming service that's out there, Tidal, Apple Music, all that. So, yeah, man, let me know how you think, how you feel about it, what you think. Uh, you know, on iTunes, please leave me a review. Hit Saya up. Let him know he did a great job producing this shit. You know what I'm saying? And if you shout out to Nikki, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to make sure we bring up Nikki for the review. Oh, for that sure. She did. You guys gotta check out her blog. You know what I mean? Jay's been posting the links. We've been posting the links. I make sure I retweet it as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely go, go to go Nikki Six dot com. It's N I K K I S I I X X dot com. Nikki Six dot com. Um and you could search Jay Omega, and she's done quite a few articles on me, actually, as mm-hmm. well as uh, promoted a lot of the podcast episodes. So, you know, salute to Nikki Six. And um, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Or actually, we'll be back this Friday. This mm-hmm. is dropping on Wednesday as the bonus. And we got something, uh, we got something special for yeah. y'all this Friday. We're celebrating our one-year okay, anniversary. No, no, no. I'm going to let y'all know. We're, ce- we're celebrating our one-year anniversary, and we got something special for y'all, it's so stay tuned. anniversary. Okay. No? This is why I layer <laughs> the tones. Unfortunately, you Ooh, can't yeah. do that. All right. Uh, so we'll see y'all He's Friday so for the one-year anniversary. <laughs> Listen, once again, I'm the Washed Ambassador, a.k.a. the Cybertron Don, a.k.a. the Camouflage God, Hip Hop's Behemoth, J Omega, a.k.a. you know... The nigga who ran the essence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Um, that's at J Omega SO on every uh, social media network. I'm at Sire SO, that's S Y E R S O on all social media. Uh, Snapchat is Sire underscore SO. Y'all know me as the Wash God, um, the nigga that don't got any cool AKAs, Scotty Peppin, and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thanks for listening, and we'll see y'all Friday. We out. Oh.